Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. And we are here again with the head coach of the men's soccer team, Jason Carlson. Thanks for coming on again, Jason. Um, obviously, the plan was to try and meet around halfway through the season, uh, but you know we've we've had a lot of recordings, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but I would say coming into that kind of latter half of the season now, you know, you're looking ahead probably to tournament time now. We're getting there; mm-hmm. it's creeping up. Um, but I just want to start off by saying, and there's, I guess, there's no level of disrespect here. I think the men's soccer team are exceeding expectations beyond belief this season. Mm-hmm. You came in here in the first episode, and one of the things that you said that I, I mentioned, uh, I commentated in the game on Tuesday, uh, the Leeds-McRae game. One of the things that you said that really stuck out to me, that has stuck out for this entire season, is you, you knew you had a good group of players, but you didn't yet know what they were capable of. And I believe we're seeing what they're capable of now. There is a more cohesive unit about this team. You know, I mentioned as well, I've been here since 2018. I've obviously been here when there was another coach here. And there may have, I guess, say, been better individuals in the past. But the cohesive unit that you have right now, they're playing with each other. Mm. And I can see that that's forming. Um, can you, can you, are you being happy with what you've seen this season? Oh, goodness, yeah. I mean, I agree. Definitely beyond what our expectations were. And I even think for the guys themselves, if we're really honest. Um, But you know how it is. You start getting some success and then that confidence and the belief. And then you really just bloom as a player. And I think you're seeing that across the board with our guys. Because we have a lot of really young guys who you would traditionally say are going to take time to, to come around. But they've had big roles to fill. They've done a really good job of that. Um, I, a big credit to the senior leadership with Roberto and Alfie, like kind of just getting the guys together, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, I think you described it really well there. Yeah, no. Um, so nine and five overall, overall record and seven and two conference record. It's 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 a shame that we didn't do this uh, about a week ago because <laughs> uh, you were undefeated, and then it's just been two tough losses. Uh, two, uh, fair to say, two tough teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Francis Marion last night it was a tough loss. He took it right to overtime and lost in overtime. Obviously, it was a difficult one to take. It's a very tough team in Francis Marion. We obviously have the Lees McRae Bobcats that are notoriously hard to get through. They're a very difficult team to get. He's pointing at our producer here, Mike, former Lees McRae alumni. <laughs> but, yeah, they're a difficult team to break down. And so, you know, it was two tough games back-to-back. And I don't think there's anything to be too disappointed in the sense that it was two tough teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at those, obviously, we also have the depth in the conference. One of the things that I noticed when I was about to come into this interview is I don't think I've seen the depth in this conference being this deep in a long time. Uh, if you look at it, Francis Marion is still the only undefeated team. They're 7-0-1. You have Barton 6-1, Chiwan 6-1-1, Mount Olive 7-2, and and then you can even include Lees McRae 5-2-1. The depth is incredible there. And can you see that as the coach? Oh, for sure. You know, obviously, you know, I've been in college coaching Division Two for a long time, and so Conference Carolinas was always <clears throat> very top-heavy. And um, I think 
just a testament to the different athletic departments and universities, you know, the quality coaches that are out there just putting in the work. Um, and yeah, it, it is. And it's, it's, it's what the student athletes want, that competitiveness and battling every game and, and they're growing as players and they're growing as individuals. And, and you only get that through tough competition, your, your character being kind of pushed sometimes when you have to deal with adversity, right? Mm -hmm. That's when we find out who we really are and, and you're going to get that right. You know, every week, twice a week, you're going to get pushed, you know? So see, coming into this tournament, I want to throw just a couple of things at you and the preseason polls tip to come seventh. Mm. And since then, you've been ranked in the Southeast region and have led the conference on many occasions in the standings. So see, going into that tournament, do you think that those things are definitely things that you need to use to your advantage, the fact that, I th for me at least, I like I like the idea of being like kind of called an underdog. Like, I like that because I think it makes you want to prove people wrong. And so see, going into that tournament, is, is there anything that you're trying to like instill in the players that anything's possible? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously we have two more teams to play. <clears throat> yeah. See how we do with those. Um, those will both be tough teams. I know their wins aren't there, but if you look at their schedule, they're tight with everyone. Yeah. Like, you know, Chuan in overtime they lose, or, you know, everything's 2-1 or 1-0. And so I think those will be two battles. And we lost Emmanuel last year here towards the end of the season. And so <clears throat> those will be two tough games to get through, not to overlook those. And then, yeah, come tournament time, you know, I think when you reflect – with your team back on games you've played, you can go and say, look, there isn't a team we couldn't compete with. And so you've got to feel confident about that. And that, that was a goal going into the year of we want to be competitive in every game. And I think, you know, if we finish these last two games out well, then we'll be able to say that. And you want to be able to say that going into the tournament because otherwise it's, all right, if we can see anyone except, you know, Chuan or Barton or I think our guys are like, okay, like Francis Marion, Barton, Chuan, like let's go, let's you know, let's let's go toe to toe with them, and just find out who can win on the day. And that's that's the great thing about this sport is that anyone can beat anyone on the day, right? And um, and you know we learned that uh, we <laughs> learned that throughout the year. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a couple of th you know we we I said to you last time there's a couple I do I try not to talk about individuals in the team, but um, I have to say. Um, you know, I've known Alfie since I got here, and he's having one of the greatest uh, seasons of his collegiate career. Um, you know, at one point it was 12 goals in 12 games. Where do you think this kind of form has came from? Is it pure confidence? Yeah, I think uh, a credit to, you know, obviously Alfie puts in a lot of work, and, you know, the spring season wasn't nearly as good for him, right? He really struggled to, to find the back of the goal, and, and it wasn't due to a lack of him not being in the right position or he was doing all the hard things. It was just getting that last little touch. And I think this year, Alfie just kind of stayed with it, kind of overcame through some of those tough times. It's like when you're in a, like in a bad, I don't know other sports very well, but like baseball, right? A team can be on a bad run for a few days and then all of a sudden they get out of it. And I think that's what Alfie's done. I think in addition, and Alfie, I bet would agree a hundred percent, is he's just got a good group of guys around him that push him in training, that set him up to be successful, and vice versa. He sets others up to be successful, you know. So you, when you look at our roster, we got, I think it's 14 different guys have scored mm -hmm. and 15 different guys with points. And so that's spread out pretty good across a whole team. So, But obviously Alfie is, uh, you know, <laughs> doing really well. Yeah, no, because, you know, I looked back and, like, 
each season. And you know, I I I I lived with Alfie last year, so I know that he's someone that works very hard and he's mm-hmm. he's very motivated and committed to do well. So it's it's very nice to see it starting to show. Mm-hmm. And as you said, bloom uh, with some of the players. But I, I I get the feeling that like watching the the, the team. It's the first time that, like you said, there's a support there for him. And if you look behind him, I think they're starting to play to Alfie's strengths as well. Like Alfie's had a number of very good traits and strengths within the game since I've got there, or sorry, got here. But I think it's starting to play towards his strengths, but also play to other people's strengths as well. Um, and so you you said, you know, surrounding uh, uh, surrounding him, you've got a good group of guys. And that's it's very good to see, and I, and I I'm sure come turn uh, well. Obviously, as you said, you need to get through the next two games. But if you know in the tournament, I think that will be something that you know very much you know that people will have to be aware of. And I think people are aware. Alfie's having a good season now. Um, we were at the Lee's McRae game, and and they 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 defended Alfie very well. They knew exactly who who to to watch out for him. They had two three men round him at a time every time he got on the ball. Um, so you know that that's. Do you think that's like a Kind of negative thing, I guess, going into the tournaments that are now aware that Alfie's having a good season. Yeah, and you know, like we said earlier, you got really good coaches, and you know, I thought Lee's McRae, that coaching staff, did a great job game planning. Um, you know, I felt we came out very flat, and then those coaches just game planned really well, and their players executed it on the day. So yeah. uh, they were better on the day. You know, they deserve mm-hmm. that win. But yeah, I mean, I think anytime we play anyone it's always like look after nine watch Alfie like you know watch wherever yeah. he's going which is great because now again it opens up opportunities for others you know where we can manipulate the back line because if he checks he's going to pull guys if if he drifts guys are going to go with them and then hopefully we got other guys kind of going into those gaps yeah. and so um looking ahead obviously we, we hope to meet with you again at the very end of the season so we can kind of do a season review but looking ahead for you, are you already thinking about further down the line? Like, is there areas that you still feel like, okay, we need to strengthen there? There's areas where um, you want to try and maybe fix going into next year. Have you even really begun to think about that yet, or is that something further down the line? No, I mean, we're always recruiting. You know, we've been out to local games, especially being new. We're trying to get all the local high school games we can. Uh, after here, I have a meeting with a coach actually at yeah. local high school. So, always recruiting. Um, you know, I know we're we're always busy doing those things. It's a year-round job, um, and again. Uh, always trying to better the team in every position you know if we can create more depth if we can create bring in guys who are going to start over some of the guys that are starting now then that's a really good team you know and that that's always what we want to do is just constantly keep building and raising the standard yeah no i mean you know when we were doing the game a couple of days ago the the lee's mccray game some of the stats i just read you know there's there's just there's there's more goals being scored by the men's team. There, there, there's some of the games have been so exciting to watch. Uh, I mean, Mike, uh, our producer over here, done the Belmont Abbey game, which was. I'm so upset. I was away for that game. <laughs> I've never been more upset. I was like, just my luck that I would go away when there was 11 goals scored. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no, there's been. I think the, a good excitement around the the men's team. You know, I I got to see the first 45 minutes last night before I had to go to work. But, I mean, just seeing that there's a lot more excitement, I think, I feel like there's more people in the stands as well. I think going into the tournament, you know, that or in the next couple of games, you know, that's nice to see that there's a good support around the men's team again. Um, I guess all from me is thanks very much for coming on, Jason. Uh, I hope and I wish the best going forward in the rest of the season and I hope that you can 
pull off something very good. You know, appreciate it. Yeah, our guys are working hard, and uh, they're just going to keep getting better every day. Great. So, thank thank you, you very much. This has been The Lowdown from Pickletown. We'd just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olive's music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.